Hey everyone, hey and welcome back to yet another episode of Alpha Metallica. This is your host, Tom Quee. I always make bones to explain what the show is, so in case you don't know, we're going A to Z through Metallica, talking about every single song. Today we are at one of their most recent songs. This is of Hardwired to Self-Destruct. This is Here Comes Revenge. And just before we get to the day's song, just before we get to the day's guest, please follow the show at MetallicaPod on Twitter. Get me, MetallicaPod at gmail.com. If you enjoy the show, you want to give back to the show, thank you to everyone that does. By the way, the Patreon is there. Everything that goes on the channel goes on there first. Uh, leave us a review on iTunes. Subscribe. Tell your friends about the show. You know, we're very much the support band to metal up your podcast. But I appreciate everyone who fucks with everyone who fucks with them as well, of course. Uh, Clinton and Ethan always get a mention for whatever reason. But uh, yeah, today, as I say, we're doing Here Comes Revenge. And uh, Yuri, how's it going, man? Uh, good, good. How are you doing? I'm well, I'm well. And uh, you, you study in England, but you live in Moscow, is that right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. I, I mean, Metallica obviously have a huge history with Russia. Uh, oh, yeah. You know, you know, namely that incredible post-Soviet show. They're a massive band in the country, I'm assuming. Oh, um, yeah, I would say so. I think uh, I, I saw them once the last time they came here in 2015. And uh, I think from what I saw, I think... Um, uh, we're very welcoming <laughs> to yeah. them and uh yeah i i the metal scene is quite big in, in russia i feel there are a lot of a lot of uh metal fans and thrash fans in particular are there big russian metal bands i'm trying to think of russian um, bands i can't even think of many uh me neither if i was no. <laughs> no, not, not like crossed not, over like I yeah so it's maybe some local ones obviously but nothing nothing no no i think i literally just googled okay. it and you know, it always comes out of a little slideshow. There's no one. Aquarium apparently are a big band over there. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, you, mm, are they not big? Are Aquarium. Some, some big, yeah, pretty pretty big. There's okay. some big punk bands, I would say. Sure. Uh, but not necessarily uh, metal bands. Not from the top of my head. Yeah, there's a band called Leningrad as well, which I oh, mean, yeah, is to be expected, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They, they, they're not metal though. No, <laughs> but they 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 become very popular um, in Russia, especially, but abroad as well. I think I'm yeah. pretty sure. No, it's. I mean, I want to stay on metal, but uh, I do another podcast all about battle rap, and I know that it's oh, gi- right. giant over in Russia. I know. That oh, yeah, you, you guys yeah. get more yeah. views than any of us. Like it's insane. So you know that that sort of that fandom, that culture. You started listening to the band mid 2013. Is that right? Uh, yeah, exactly. Pretty much five years ago. Well, I guess it's it started much longer than that because uh, my father's a fan. He's been a fan since uh, the Black Album era, pretty much. And to some extent, Metal and Metallica, of course, have been a part of my life, uh, my whole life, I mean. And uh, uh, things like Guitar Hero Metallica, for example, we've play yeah, that quite yeah. extensively that, that, that's get mentioned a lot actually from people yeah. of your generation yeah definitely. yeah i noticed yeah that's that's where my actually that's why i started drumming as well mm. <laughs> quite interestingly yeah and um i had like my father's playlist of his favorite songs on my phone which i was ignoring for some reason but then at some point just randomly on the bus i was trying out my new headphones i bought and and uh and came up um and I listened to it and I'm like, wow, this is a, it's a great song. I don't know why I've been ignoring them. And um, I started listening to the playlist I had on my phone. Obviously, 2013, it's much easier to get um, access to yep. well, any songs, really. 
And uh, then a couple months uh, later, the through the Never movie came out, mm. and uh, there was a premiere in Moscow, and Lars and Rob came over, and um, it kind of became an obsession since then for me. I got all the albums on my phone, just listened to them, from Killmold down to Death Magnetic. Uh, yeah, and been the biggest band in my life uh, ever since. And today we're talking about uh, Here Comes Revenge from Hardwired. Where does Hardwired as a record rank for you amongst the oh. whole <laughs> Um I would say it's um, uh, not in the top three. It's around okay. the top five. I, I, uh, it's below the all the 80s records for me. Okay, okay. I'm, happy, I'm happy you yeah, said I, that. I think exactly there, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, uh, I mean, yeah. yeah, if you were... Uh, you know, look, a lot of people get divided because I'm a little bit of a sort of, I'm a bit apathetic on Hardwired for oh, the yeah, most yeah. point, <laughs> uh, as, as, as that's came across quite clearly. And um, I, never better are my issues manifest than in Here Comes Revenge, which I think <laughs> has a lot going for it and is quite an enjoyable song. And and let's get yeah. into it. What do you make of the, the, the intro, first of all? It reminds me a little bit of the end of um, Whom the Bell Tolls. You know, the world sort of cracking open, these high frequencies, Kirk sort of whamming over, like this great kaiju beast. It's There's not really much going on in that first minute, but it builds an atmosphere. Yeah, yeah. Uh, most people actually compared to Leopard Messiah's uh, intro, yeah. which which I definitely see. And obviously the repeating pattern is something that Metallica has done quite a bit, starting with Am I Evil, obviously. Yeah. And um, yeah, I guess it works. And the, the weird thing Kirk is doing, it almost sounds like what Cliff is doing on um, Call of Cthulhu. Yes. I, I'm not sure what these sounds are supposed to represent, because obviously in Cthulhu there was a clear message what these noises are supposed to be. It's just like the concept of revenge, I guess. I don't really yeah, know. Yeah, no, yeah. It's, it's, it's creating a certain atmosphere for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and then we get into kind of following that first minute, some sort of flashy ideas, which are kind mm. of, you know, here and there into the chunk. And then we get into the main riff, which is kind of the bedrock of the song. Neil, 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 neil. You know, yeah, yeah. I love how uh, James hangs on that. And it's such a motif, isn't it? Such an earworm. Yeah, it's 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 uh, definitely gets stuck in your ears. And actually, I wanted to mention the the riff before that. For it's kind of hard to miss. It's only played a couple of times, but mm. I, it might be actually my favorite riff on the song. The one in between the, you know, the toms. Yes, I know uh, which one intro, you mean. Yeah. And, yeah, and the main riff. It's a it's quite an enjoyable riff and probably my favorite. Actually, actually, it reminds me of mouth for war from pantera if mm. you listen to that there is a quite a resemblance there but it's it's something that's easy to miss but i think it's worthy of mentioning yeah and and, and a riff as itself it's you know it's got to be more than the, the, the subject of its part it's got to begin well and it's got to end well and i think mm. the end of the main the now 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 it's just so tight and so satisfying yeah and, yeah you know yeah like enter sandman which obviously is three parts of yes. the same riff and then it has a bit of a different ending which yeah, yeah which definitely works yeah, yeah 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 it's very it's very cohesive it buttresses itself it's got the classic sort of hetfield chug underneath mm. and oh, yeah. you know I, I enjoy the riff and the riff is used a hell of a lot it's like you know the native americans that have to use every part of the animal like james gets everything <laughs> out of this here comes revenge riff and it's gonna sound like a tom quee alpha metallica thing to say about these songs i do think the song's too long 
It's the second longest song on Hardwired, actually. Is it? Yeah, wow. it's longer than Spit Out the Bone and obviously uh, shorter than Halo on Fire. Yeah. But as we move forward, I, there's a lot of ideas in this song that I have to praise. I really like the verse. I like the drums. And I like the minimal guitar notes that really oh, yeah. kind yeah. of, you know, they uh, whittle out something interesting. Yeah, and, and bass is kind of pumping. Yeah. like, and, and the making of video, James kind of compares it to a heartbeat, which definitely makes sense. Oh, yes. I didn't actually watch the studio video. Oh, is there it, any, yeah, any it's, it's quite interesting. Yeah. It's, it's, it's um, from the early versions you hear, it's kind of sounded more upbeat at first. Okay. Like the way he sung and uh, the way the chord progressions went in the verse specifically, it sounded a bit kind of, happier like yeah, kind of like spit out the bone was a bit different in the beginning as well i think it's worth checking out it's a, it's obviously all the making of videos are interesting oh, but yeah, they're, they're fantastic. Pick, up, pick up some things from there I but know. yeah yeah uh, the the verse it's yeah works works very yeah. well especially yeah. it's nice you it's know nice. the, the heartbeat and it does. Revenge, you know, it does. <laughs> the fear, it does. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. The dread. And yeah. it, 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 the making of was called RL72. That was like. Yeah, exactly. What, yeah. What's that? Do they explain that reference? Or? Um, I'm not sure myself. No. It, Lars mentions Riff Lord. Riff Lord, yeah, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. Maybe. Well, I mean, makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, any, any, any Metallica song. <laughs> we have. Metallica has a Riff Lord in their man yeah, at yeah. the front. Um, but yeah, I'm not sure what 72 might stand for, but yeah. No, well, I mean, yeah, who knows? It, it, it couldn't even be a year, could it? 1972. There's no, nothing yeah, in that musical era yeah. really feels of that of that ilk and similar to you know a lot of metallic songs a lot of metal songs in general you get the soft notes replicated by the heavier distorted notes like in harvest for example as we go forward with the verse into the chorus which i think is a real highlight of the song really catchy reminds me a little bit of now that we're dead it's quite poppy the chorus i feel mm, yeah perhaps but actually the guitars underneath are very low they're staying yeah. on the on the um, obviously the e uh, the zeros and the ones on the fret and uh yeah but yeah i think i think it works very well and when i was listening to the song i feel it's kind of the uh, the production really works well i feel if if, if it had a bit of a weaker one it wouldn't be as powerful but it really punches like here comes revenge you know yeah 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 and the guitars are kind of going into that riff and it works quite quite well yeah and i guess the reason i say poppy is just it's got a certain playful element is like you know, mm. the way it goes just for you it's just yeah the, yeah the melody's got a bit of a charge to it it's got a bit of a bounce for it the eye for an eye tooth for a tooth there's a mm -hmm. lot of ideas going on here uh, with James and his. It's not just him just, I don't know, screaming out something basic or whatever, or just that's just the chorus is a single syllable. Or And the song itself, I should say, um, James spoke in an interview with Marky Ramone uh, yeah. for Virgin Radio. And he said, quote, Revenge itself, it really came from, there's a fan of ours, and I was just trying to put myself in their shoes. There's a couple that showed up at so many shows, and they got into Metallica because their young daughter was a big fan, and she had gotten killed by a drunk driver. It just hit me. How can you guys find something positive in the world to connect you to your daughter again which is metallica the music she loved instead of just snapping and wanting to just become bitter and attack whoever did this so i'm kind of putting myself in no shoes and how revenge must feel really powerful and great to do but it doesn't satisfy that urge and it's quite a poignant wellspring for hetfield to draw from yeah yeah and on hardwired especially he got a lot of influence for his lyrics from 
some, I mean, bad stuff happening, you know, like in Moth into Flame uh, and uh, Hardwired itself. Like his friend says, are we hardwired to self-destruct? And obviously spit out the bone for the, I guess, for the potential future, of course. But the, I, I see it kind of as an allegory to the technology, how it took us over, maybe the young generation and the phones and such. Yeah, yeah and then this song in there as well is, yeah, oh. Metallica's never been known for cheery lyrics, so... No, 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 yeah. of course not. And, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, again, you know, the, the chorus is a bit of a high point for me. The song, mm. you know, strips down as well, goes back into the verses, and, and we yeah, move yeah, forward exactly. with this um, signal riff. Uh, for me... I don't really like the bridge riff as we're getting into the solo idea. It kind of incorporates a now, 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 now. It just feels a little, I don't know. It just feels like James didn't have a better idea here. So he just sort of recut the main riff. Yeah, yeah. I thought, yeah, it's it's weird because it is the second longest song on the album. It doesn't really feel like it, I think. And yeah. especially because the middle section doesn't have much to it. No. It, it, it has this... You have vari- uh, variation on the main riff, and then we have the solo, and then it has a bit of a doodle at the end. But there isn't really a specific, like, huge... no, there's not like a second movement to the song, yeah, really. It's, yeah, kind of, it's yeah. like a four minute song stretched, like, yeah, yeah. I, um, I wouldn't, I <clears throat> don't really know how to what to change them, maybe add more riffs or something, but it, it doesn't feel necessarily that stretch feels natural but yeah. it just so happened that it it's seven minutes long however it is yeah it's a it's a fun song <clears throat> you know it has that long intro as well which adds to it yeah it, 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 i would i wouldn't say it's a drag for no 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 no, no i think there's a lot of i mean in my eyes there's a lot of boring stuff on hardwired mm. and i wouldn't yeah. really talk about here comes revenge now i think it's kind of one of the more successful numbers especially on the second disc as well yeah yeah um, exactly which you know is clearly the uh the, the more inferior of the two there now you know we have to do this every time we talk about hardwired every time we talk about death magnetic i really think kirk's solo is bad here i i, I like again Lars just needs to invent an app, an iPad app that has 20 buttons and he just presses them in random order and out pops a Kirk solo because it's going to be as good as anything you get on this album. Um, <laughs> yeah, maybe get it, maybe get it like a, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's just a like the guitar problem. solo can be such yeah, a beautiful, you know, a mm. short, a poem, a short story, a real narrative that you're conjuring and it just Kirk just, he's just letting his fingers fly. Like, yeah, we, we, we all know Hardwired's not Kirk's album. No. And he R- R.I.P. his phone season. with all these ideas, apparently. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I don't know if I believe that, but yeah. It's, well, it is a shame, but hopefully yeah. he, he, next time they go into Studio Hill, I, I think he has the motivation to, to yeah. get it all out, all the ideas, <laughs> yeah. you know, in his head or in his phone. It, it must be, uh, you know, you must have a bit of an inferiority complex, though, being around James. It's like George Harrison with John and Paul, you know, you've got this <laughs> juggernaut in the band and you've got to bring A-class material for it to keep his interest. Maybe it's an issue of them just not giving him much time because mm. I, 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 from what I recall in the interviews, he said he had a much more uh, natural way of composing, if you can say that, because uh, he said that on the early albums, he actually wrote the solos note by note, like 80% of it was written. And here he said he just decided to let it fly. How, how, 
whatever he feels and it may work or it may not i think i I think yeah obviously there are much more misses than hits in this case yeah 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 and you know the band can be on autopilot slightly after the solo they do the same thing that happens after the solo on helpless this also happens after the solo on hell and back they just sort of do an ascending chromatic thing that like almost like a a warm-up exercise on the fretboard and i (laughs) I don't think it's that exciting and then we just strip back and i think they know they've got a money chorus here they know they've got a strong anchor uh for the main point of the song and you know i've been critical on here comes revenge but i have to say all in all it's it's pretty good song no it's good it's very solid i mm. think and and people agree i checked out the comments and people are saying that's the best song on the album some wow. people think apparently yeah come on better I mean, than I, moth are you kidding me like well yeah, to each their own <laughs> to each know? their own yeah exactly to each their own it's actually <laughs> ne- never been performed live and i don't think there's many songs of hardwired that are yet to be debuted <clears throat> yeah it's it's i believe the whole first um this has been played, and then it's Confusion and Spit Out the Bone. So pretty much everything in between Confusion and Spit Out the Bone, we, we're waiting for at the moment. Right. They have been practicing it, though. They, they teased it last year. Yes. And uh, there have yeah. been videos from the uh, tuning room where they tried to play it. And only Lars and Rob seemed to, seemed to remember how to play it. And that was a year ago. <laughs> Right, but right, who, right. who who knows if if they have any surprises for the tour that's starting um, next month? I think. Yeah, why not? Open yeah. with "Here Comes Revenge." Just throw that <laughs> out there. Um, I'm just looking at stills of the music video, which I've actually never seen. It's like an, uh, an animated know. video. It looks quite cool. It's, it's very, it's very well done. It's yeah. quite, quite um, distinct from other videos, which are obviously not animated. Yeah. And, yeah, it's very much worth a worth a look. It's quite quite dreadful. Yeah, yeah. We, I'm, I'm uh, not gonna I'm not gonna spoil anything. There is kind of a story in there. Okay. <clears throat> obviously related to revenge, but it's it's very interesting. Like it's a lot of work. You can see it's hand drawn. I'm not sure how much computer uh, work has been done in there, but yeah, it's it's definitely one of the more outstanding ones from all the. Well, 13, you can say, music videos. Yeah, that is cool, actually. I just um, It's directed by someone called Jess Cope. I'm just on her IMDb, mm. and she's actually done stuff like Frank and Weenie and uh, Postman Pat. I don't know if you know Postman Pat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know if our US listeners will know, but yeah, it's a big um, big kid show in the UK, which has a very distinct animated style. So, okay, that's cool, yeah. Um, I mean, me and Sam Wiles, we do um, the music videos retrospective, and I think we're just getting up mm. to the hardwired era. So we'll definitely touch on that. Any, any closing thoughts? Thoughts on Here Comes Revenge, Yuri? Uh, well, it's definitely quite a very solid track, I would say. Mm-hmm. There is certainly a, an amount of enjoyment you can get from it. There definitely. are obviously a lot of hardwired critics, but I think this one, being being on the second album, uh, second disc, I mean, and for what it is, it's definitely one of the stronger ones. I completely agree. And as you said before, has not been played live yet, but I'm sure I'm sure it will be debuted. And um, talking of live, you've seen the guys five times, is that right? Yeah, yeah. Wow. Um, first one was in Oslo 2014 for the uh, By Request tour. Oh, cool. Yeah, which was quite a good first concert because By Request is infamously known to not have 
particularly interesting and differing set lists, mm. except obviously for Fred Ends. Um, so that was, well, it was a good introduction, I guess, in terms of, you know, classic songs. And then the next one was in Munich in 2015, and that was probably the most, the best one in terms of um, rarely played songs. That one, that tool, they really pumped out some very rare things, like Unforgiven 2, for example. They played um, Metal Militia and uh, Disposable Heroes, um, Fire Fire with Fire. Well, they, it's it's more common, but yeah. And Freydown's of Sanity, of course. <clears throat> and that's actually the only time I heard Creeping Death Life, which is unfortunate. Yeah, I never, I mean, they play it on the Hardwired European run that I saw them, but they missed out in Birmingham, unfortunately. But mm, that, what are you well, going to do? What are you going to do? I got, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, I got a shorty straw instead. But um, yeah, that's you, very good. You saw them in, uh, you, you met the guys in Copenhagen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, before that, I saw them in Moscow, as I said, where we got the onstage passes, which was pretty cool. But yeah, in Copenhagen, we actually did the meet and greet, and it was obviously mind blowing, especially for my father, who's been a, yeah. a fan for much longer than I have. Um, yeah, and obviously a high point, very interesting. So, so talk us through it then. The, like, how, yeah, you, sure. you get to the venue um, and you go backstage in a line, or? Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly that. Uh, we get in there, and there they are. <laughs> Just, yeah. Uh, in all all four of them was James there, or yeah, everyone was there. Wow. Yeah, Fucking yeah, hell. yeah, and uh, interestingly, quite distinct characters from. Well, most people know what what they are. That James is the you know the father yeah. <laughs> of the band. Papa Bear. Yeah, 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 yeah. and then the last is the active, the talkative one, and uh, Kirk is the shy one. And Rob is just 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 a dude, you know, a friend. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was surreal, of course. Yeah, and what did what did you say? What what did you ask? Um, I well, <laughs> I didn't ask much yeah. because we were in awe, really. <laughs> but yeah, as as you said, we mostly discussed, you know, how Metallica is linked to to Russia, and um, for James uh, especially, it was very important the you know the bringing the next generation along you know seeing a father and a son together yeah. uh you know being huge metallica fans is seemed to be a quite a big deal for him which is yeah which i definitely see yeah yeah when i um when i saw him in birmingham actually it was a really nice moment where he pointed out basically he was talking to a kid in the crowd and his dad was in the stands uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think that's every show before, sad but true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, and uh, we just had a like little friendly chats with everyone. I can't, yeah, just to be, yeah, I mean, <laughs> to be in the same breathing space as those guys. Yeah, exactly. The, the only thing left now is to be on stage together. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure that will happen. Uh, uh, what about um, your favorite song altogether of Metallica? Uh, yeah, um... I'm prepared for this. Uh, for a long time, I would have said battery probably, but now kind of I changed my mind because I started playing bass, and I feel like for whom the bell the bell tolls is um, just unbelievable. Yeah. You know, probably have my favorite riff ever from him, or favorite riff ever in general. Which which, the, which, which riff? Uh, do 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 do. Yeah 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it's. Uh, it's an amazing riff. Yeah, yeah. 
it's hairs on end whenever i hear it like it just always mm. gets me yeah exactly yeah, yeah. yeah. and so, so fun to play in both drums and bass yeah yeah and what about um favorite member of the band uh i'll, I'll have to go with james yeah it's gotta be yeah, oh, yeah, right. every, every every time the week a guest comes on. No one said Rob yet. I think everyone said everyone oh, else but Rob. But you know, it's, well, actually, meeting him in, in in person, I would say Rob is probably the the one that's more likely to 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 the best guy to just chill with, really. Yeah, have a have a beer with or something. But yeah, and unfortunately, his he is overshadowed by everyone else yeah I mean, <coughs> but you know. yeah but but james james is is the 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 hand behind it all he's, he's the master yeah. of puppets essentially. Mm, yeah exactly but but i have to uh, give a shout out to lars as my biggest inspiration and uh as a, well as a drummer the biggest yeah influence and what about uh, your favorite album of the band um, it is a tie in between Ride the Lightning and Master of Puppets. There are too many masterpieces on each. I cannot. I would never give up one to another. Yeah, yeah. Because if you, I would, if I you pick Master, able. it's like you're leaving out so many fucking. Clients. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's, yeah, yeah. it's an impossible. It's Sophie's choice. It's an impossible. Yeah, fucking choice. very tough questions, Tom. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they are. They're difficult. <laughs> We're hard hitting here on uh, on Alphabetica. And a final question: uh, If you used to do a podcast like this, what's a band you could do it on? Uh, yeah, I know Metallica like twenty, fifty, one hundred times better than anyone else. But I feel like a Megadeth um, yeah. podcast would be quite interesting, mm-hmm. I, I, especially because this alpha, alphabet um, system is quite good because you have a mixture of songs from all sorts of eras really that's the thing. and you, mega- you, you do five yeah. songs and have five different lineups like yeah exactly yeah yeah that's exactly it mm-hmm. yeah and um i haven't heard all megadeth but they're they're a second for me like, uh, after metallica and it would be quite interesting to explore them for myself as well i mean i i, I love megadeth a uh, huge yeah, fan of megadeth no, but de- de- I, I think if i was to do a megadeth podcast which I don't, maybe in the future, I, I, there's other bands that i'd rather like i, I, I want to do a system of a down podcast one day oh yeah um, yeah that's, i think that's i think i just amazing. don't think they get the due they deserve like critically i think writing be very hard to analyze their songs though <laughs> it would be it would be but i think it'd be more of just this riff this riff you know and, oh, yeah, and i guess yeah. politically as well surges things mm. but i think with megadeth the problem is they've got a lot of sh- they've got a lot of shitty albums like they've, they've <laughs> yeah, got, the, like the, that early 2000 output is awful yeah exactly the, i've i've um my kind of system for listening to well most metal bands i guess most thrash metal is all the 80s stuff up to i don't know 92 and then everything after i don't know 2005 i guess yeah for, yeah. for megadeth i've I only heard well fully and properly um the first one until countdown and then dystopia and then some tracks from like i probably heard half of euthanasia and some of cryptic writings i i mean and, i fuck with euthanasia yeah. heavy actually that's one of my favorites but cryptic mm. writings is okay i mean you heard rust in peace i'm guessing then oh yeah of course yeah, yeah. yeah of course. it's there's been a, a second in my life when uh i was listening to rust in peace a lot and uh i thought am i am i on the right side here wow yeah, <laughs> yeah. no yeah that takes a no, big man to admit brief, that a brief second but uh <laughs> it's not they're, they're uh i'm really glad they both exist yes it's, 
Yeah, for yeah, yeah, yeah. We both yeah, got some uh, incredible. Yeah, me too, me too. I think it, it probably wouldn't have worked anyway. So it's great we got these records. Mm, yeah, exactly. In the end, but um, I guess Yuri, finally, anything you'd like to promote? Any social media? Mm-hmm. That, no, just just a fan for now. Maybe next All right. time. All right. Who knows? Maybe I'll get a drunk cover channel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why not? Like, we'll, we'll post up your whatever. Who knows what will happen in two years when you're covering? Yeah. <laughs> exactly, exactly. When uh, when you know when hard when Moffat to the Flame Two comes out when they just start doing these sequels of the trailer. <laughs> yeah. Unforgiven Four. Unforgiven yeah. Four is there, and here comes Revenge again. Uh, you know they're gonna they're gonna redo these. So um, yeah, thank you everyone for listening. Uh, of course, follow the show at MetallicaPod. Get in touch with me, MetallicaPod at gmail.com if you want to come on and do a song. We've got pretty much the whole year booked up. What have we got coming up at the moment? We've got uh, Hero Today next, which I've already recorded uh, with Jane. That was a really fun episode. Then Hit the Lights, Holier Than Now, House That Jack Built, I Disappear, and Iced Honey. Oh, then into Invisible Kid and It's Electric. Okay, we got a fun few months coming up on Alpha Metallica. Make sure to support on the Patreon if you listen to the episodes first. iTunes reviews are greatly appreciated. Uh, go support all the other Metallica podcast brethren, all the other musical band podcast brethren out there. Shout out single podcast theory and Elseworlds. But um, Yuri, this has been a treat, man. Thank you. Oh, thank you very much. Thank you.